I can't believe we're doing show prep without computers or anything. I can't find anything. I can't hey, organize. Hey, 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 don't worry. It's all laid out here, all organized, even color coded for you. Uh, can't go wrong. No, I still think I need a computer or maybe some more coffee or something. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, Franklin? Hey, not much. What's going on with you? Just working on some show prep. How about yourself? Ready for a little bit of NASA news? Yeah, sure. What you got? Talk to you about the New Horizons flyby. The New Horizons spacecraft is on the doorstep of the solar system's largest planet. The spacecraft will study and swing past Jupiter, increasing its speed on its way to study Pluto. Yeah, it's actually a pretty cool mission. It's the first mission that NASA's actually been going out to Pluto uh, to get some high-res images and learn all about the planet. Well, no planet, you know, that's debatable, but pretty neat mission. Cool. Um, Chris, did you highlight the spinoffs in yellow or green? And for those who aren't organizationally challenged, I have a Barbara Morgan story. The first educator, astronaut, and former Idaho teacher, Barbara Morgan, is set to fly in space this summer on uh, STS-118. Yeah, I worked with Barbara Morgan on a couple of programs, and she's just a wonderful person. Uh, in fact, we should go and uh, film that launch in June. And while we're here in Aspen, we need to talk about the thermometer pill. Oh, excellent. Now, we should put that in the show. You know, Franklin, good job, but before we shoot, you know, you really need to find out about that NASA thermometer pill, you know, for the athlete. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. I hope you're ready, co-host. Oh, of course. Let's go. Welcome to NASA EDGE. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. I'm Chris. And I'm Blair, and we're here at Winter X Games 11 in Aspen, Colorado. And I'm sure we have a fabulous reason for being here. Oh, absolutely. We're here to discuss NASA spin-off technologies and how NASA innovations are being used right here at the Winter X Games. And of course, Franklin is here also. He's going to do another ESA. I think he's out on the slopes. Franklin, how are things going out there? Hey, guys. It's great out here. Check it out. Since you guys are working on NASA spin-off technology, I thought I'd put a new spin on the ESA. We're going to try a new game today I like to call Innovation Fabrication. Oh, cool. Sounds pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, look forward to that. It should be fun. Hey, Blair, check it out. When you go out there and interview those athletes, don't forget the pointers I gave you. Pointers? What pointers? Hey, guys, take care. Yeah, after Houston, the interviews I did in Houston, I asked Franklin to give me some guidelines, you know, to help me do better interviews. Right. So I'm going to try to apply those guidelines here at the X Games. Well, I have interviews lined up all day. In fact, I got a front row seat on Superpipe, so I'll talk to you later. Oh, perfect. All See right, you then.
Hey, we're here with Christy Leskin at the Winter X Games. And uh, Christy, uh, how's everything going? Very well, very well. Hey, we saw you out there on the uh, slips today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I hurt my back a bit and uh, I'm taking it easy for these practice rounds, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. And so your competition's tomorrow? It's actually not till Friday. Not till Friday, so yeah. you have a couple more days to get ready I have another day to, to relax, go. yeah. Now, to get ready for the uh, Winter X Games, I know you have to do a lot of training involved. What kind of training does it take to uh, to kind of go down the head, the super pipe there? Um, gosh, a lot of crashing, actually. Um, this sport is kind of trial by error, and um, so just, just to get where you are, it's just a stepping stone, small tricks, bigger tricks, bigger tricks, until you... Uh, <laughs> Until you make it here. So take a lot of physical endurance. Absolutely. Some weight training. Absolutely. All summer long, I'm in the weight room and and hiking mountains and and just trying to have a lot of fun wakeboarding, trying to stay in shape. It's kind of like the astronauts. Uh, you know, when they go up into space, that involves a lot of physical training, uh, a lot of endurance. Uh, it seems like you kind of goes hand in hand with astronauts and. X game yeah. scared. Well, I, I'm glad you drew that conclusion because I have um, I have my moon boots on and I feel like that really that really helps in the um, astronaut training. But you know, you're the first woman to do a 720 radio. Yes. That's, yes, I am. Now, how'd you feel when you uh, accomplished that? Um, you know, I think about action sports. The biggest thing is the adrenaline rush, and and that's what keeps you, keeps you going in the sport. And when you land a trick like that for the first time, it's just your heart's racing and and. Uh, you don't feel pain, you don't, I mean, it's just, it's really exciting. So, Christy, have you heard that uh, pretty cool new alloy called liquid metal? No, I haven't. It's actually a NASA innovation uh, where it's actually uh, lighter than titanium. It's very strong. Uh, they're actually using it in skis and snowboards nowadays. I wasn't aware of that. Maybe you have to get a, get a set and try it out and see if you like it. Yeah, you know, I think that the new metals, it'll hold an edge longer. And uh, anything that can make a ski lighter is definitely beneficial. And that might just give you the edge to go for the gold. I think it might. So, Christy, uh, you're from Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay, one, one quick question. Are you a Steeler fan or an Eagles fan? Oh, definitely Steelers. Oh, I'm right wonderful. outside of Pittsburgh. Go Steelers. Well, Christy, thank you very much for this interview, and uh, good luck with the competition. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. And have a great day. Have fun at NASA. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs>
sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. In fact, this is a NASA technology that they're actually using in snowboards nowadays. And in fact, with this technology, it's, it's lighter than your typical board that you would uh, use. Uh -huh. It's also much stronger. Think you awesome. Can, think you can sounds, try one of those boards? Yeah, sounds amazing. Well, I'll, I'll get on that. I haven't exactly had stellar luck in lining up that all-important interview. Hopefully Franklin's having better luck with his ESA. On this episode of NASA Edge, our Extra Studio Activity, or ESA, will consist of a game we like to call Innovation Fabrication, where I'll give our contestants a list of technologies or products, and they'll have to tell me whether it is a NASA innovation or a blatant fabrication. Let's see how they do. Cordless power tools. Innovation or fabrication? Fabrication. Innovation. That's fabrication. They were around. NASA didn't develop them. Cardless fabrication. It's innovation. Oh, is it? Innovation. From NASA. The Debakey Ventricular Assist Pump. Oh, say it again, please. With a name like that, I'm going to say innovation. Oh, that's a heart assist pump. Innovation. Innovation. Good job. You know what it is? Not a clue. Fabrication. It's an innovation. Gosh. Artificial heart. Gosh, I have a degree in biology. It didn't help. Liquid metal. Fabrication. That's a fabrication. Innovation. Gosh, it sounds so technical. Maybe... Innovation. Innovation? Innovation. I'm just going to say innovation for every single one. Non-metallic braces. <laughs> um... Innovation or fabrication? Fabrication. Now this hits home for you. I don't know. Non-metallic braces. Um, innovation? I'm sure they exist. Innovation. Innovation. Fabrication. Fabrication. Ten. Fabrication. Or not. I think it's true. Innovation. Innovation. I don't know. There was that one astronaut who did the commercials for Tang. <laughs> Can I curse? <laughs> Innovation? You had it right the first time. Fabrication. It was a fabrication. Yeah. It was not developed by NASA or any of his partners. That's just some fruit so drink. The antimatter food replicator. <laughs> fabrication. <laughs> the flux capacitor. It's from that uh, Back to the Future movie, ain't it? <laughs> fabrication. Warp drive. Yeah. <laughs> Innovation. Fabrication. Holy moly. Freeze dried food. Innovation or fabrication? Fabrication. Because they didn't. Do up the tang. I, I, I was going to tell you, it's just the opposite. Oh. The freeze dry food was developed for the space program, oh. and tang was just a tag along. <laughs> the redhead NASA Edge host. Innovation NASA of Edge host. Innovation of fabrication. That's a fabric. That's a fabrication. I'd have to say fabrication because I don't have never heard I'll of say it. Fab fab fabrication. fabrication. Because I don't see any redheaded NASA Edge hosts right here, right now. He's not a host. Hey, that's a good job. The redhead NASA Edge host is a fabrication. Sounds like a what redhead that works for NASA. What do I win? Five seconds. What <laughs> 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 <On> NASA Edge. <laughs> Hi, this is Christy Leskinen and NASA Edge rocks. Hey, the competition's heating up here at the Winter X Games 2007. We'll be right back after a quick break. You're watching NASA Edge, an inside and outside look at all things NASA.
Hey, we're back at the Winter X Games right here on NASA Edge. So Franklin, have you seen Blair? No, I haven't. But I know one thing, he better not be messing up my lift ticket hookups. Incidentally, I have a little X Games trivia for you. Do you know they use over 40,000 zip ties throughout the entire X Games? Well, you know, I wonder how many zip nuts they use to assemble the International Space Station. Hey, that's a great opportunity for spin-off research. Hey, Neil, can you help me out? Yeah, sure. What's up? I'm trying to coordinate some interviews with some X Game athletes, and I'm having some trouble. What are you going to talk about? Well, we want to talk to them about how NASA technology has impacted their sport. NASA has come up with some pretty cool stuff. I know. And right here in the hotel, we've got tankless water heaters. NASA helped develop those. Also, there are microelectromechanical systems to regulate temperatures in washers and dryers, fire retardant materials for drapes and curtains, sensors and smoke detectors, not to mention flat panel televisions and wireless networks for serving the internet. You're right, NASA does quite a bit. In fact, most of what you just mentioned can be found in most people's homes. Oh, that's cool. Well, do you think you could help me out finding some athletes for the show? I'm sorry, still working on lift tickets for Franklin. I gotta make some calls. Franklin. Okay, I didn't exactly secure an athlete for an interview, but I did find somebody that knows something about NASA technology. Now, if I could just remember where I'm supposed to meet him. Hey, we're catching up with Tommy Shasheen, a member of the U.S. snowboarding team. Hey, Tommy, so uh, what event are you competing in this year? Um, this year I'm going to be competing in Superpipe. And what's, what's the Superpipe about? Uh, the Superpipe, it's, I mean, it's a half pipe, but it's, you know, just a little bit bigger, and they call it Superpipe, so. Now, Tommy, tell me, What's it like, as you're going down doing a half-pipe run, what's it like using NASA technology? Well, um, I'm not quite sure. Do we, do we have some NASA stuff in the boards? Wait, do you, well, do you realize that when you're doing your half-pipe, you wear ski goggles, right? Yes. You know, that anti-fogging that's, that's in your ski goggles? Uh -huh. That's a NASA innovation? It's awesome, then. To, to the micro-encapsulated materials in your jackets and your pants that you wear to make them lightweight, make uh -huh. them warm? Yep. That's all the part of NASA technology? Yeah, then NASA, I mean, it, it's awesome wearing NASA stuff. Well, cool. Well, hey, thanks for catching up with us, and hey, good luck for the competition. Yeah, thanks, man. Is this really necessary? I'm from NASA. Yeah, right. Hey, how uh, has the technology of snowboarding changed since you've been competing? Um, it's changed a lot, and uh, it's a young sport, so it's even changing more and more as the years go by. So is the ultimate uh, goal here is you're trying to find a wider a very stiff uh, board? Yeah, mostly lighter and durable and with still maintaining its like uh, flexibility and like pop to it. Oh man, it's changed drastically. I mean, the pipes are bigger. The amount of speed that you need to carry into the walls is a lot faster, but since the pipe's bigger now, the G-forces are actually less, which allows us to go bigger. Uh, the amount of rotations that we're spinning, everything that you know everyone's doing is increasing, increasing. Now, in terms of technology, how important is it to get the right snowboard? Uh, it's huge. I mean, not only the snowboard, but the wax for the friction, you know, with the board against the snow. Um, as far as the, the radiuses of the side cut for the snowboard, you need to get that dialed in for the style of rider that you are. And then anything from the cores, whether it's a honeycomb core, like a helicopter wing, or a traditional wood core, or an injected uh, foam core. So, I mean, there's many different things for people to choose when they're looking for that perfect hey, cool. board. I got an important question for you. What would it be like to half pipe on the moon? I think it would be good, you know. With the uh, less gravity, you definitely make, uh, I think, getting uh, the amount of air time a lot easier and uh, the amount of rotation you could do would be uh, a lot more fun as well. You think you're up for it? 
I'm up for it if you guys got the money to send me there, so uh, let's make this happen. for 18 years so when I started snowboarding it was like wood with fins and now it's like a full-on you know like the real deal it's awesome like the technology keeps going and where do you see your sport in the next five ten years um you know I always feel like it's it can't get any better but it just keeps getting better and, and bigger and everyone just keeps pushing it so I'm sure it's just going to continue to grow and people are just going to continue to kill it I got one important question for you yes what would it be like to do a half pipe on the moon um, isn't the moon made of cheese? <laughs> It'd be cheesy. Hey, we're here with Lily, and uh, hey, Lily, I just got a couple questions. Uh, one is, uh, how has snowboarding changed since you've been competing? Oh man, people are, the pipes have gotten bigger, the tricks have, they're spinning more, they're going higher, uh, style, grabs, just everything like has been changing, like technology and snowboarding period, like the boards, the boots, the bindings, all, everything's been changing like crazy in the past couple years. And where do you see your sport in the next five, ten years? I don't know, it's kind of scary to think, because uh, last year was Olympic year, as everyone knows, and the tricks just skyrocketed, the level of riding skyrocketed, so it's hard to even say where it's going to be by the next Olympics. Well, I'll tell you what, what do you think it would be like to do a half pipe on the moon? I think it would be pretty crazy, because uh, there's not much gravity, so I don't know how you'd really come back in. But now, If you had an opportunity to try, would you, would you take that opportunity? Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Now, it's only going to be in 2018, so you think you'll be uh, still uh, snowboarding then? Oh yeah, it better be. Hopefully my body holds up. So, but by then they're gonna have so much crazy technology. So if you get hurt, it'll be good to go. Hey Blair, isn't Aspen a really sweet place? It really is, and we got to see NASA technology in action, both in practice and in competition. And we got to uh, interview some pretty cool athletes. Well, some of us got to interview athletes. Well, I tell you what, let's go back to the studio and learn more about NASA spinoffs. Yes, we're NASA Edge here at Winter X Games 11 in Aspen, Colorado. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Welcome to NASA Edge. We're back from that wonderful winter wonderland in Aspen, Colorado. With an inside and outside look at all things NASA. Dude, you stole my line. I know, but I sense, being the keen observer of humanity that I am, that you're under the weather. So. Well, I am under the weather. We, we pulled 14-hour days in Aspen, Colorado. Yes. And Good job. Just lining up to 7, 8, 9. I don't know how many interviews lots, that I did. Lots. lots of interviews, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Very good. Good job, by the way. Well, what about your uh, main interview? I heard something went wrong. No, I mean, it, it was fine, actually. It was very, very well, went very well. Um, just a few miscommunications there along the way, and it turns out that uh, I couldn't remember where we are supposed to meet, and then lines got crossed, and events came up, and so the next thing you know, we're back here in the studio. But it's okay, because we got some good stuff. You know, Ron, our producer, told me about how you just screwed up and went back to the tent to eat instead of meeting with the guy. So, Blair, uh, to kind of help you out and support you once again, uh, I have a backup plan. We have Jamie uh, John Vier on the line from NASA, Spinoff Technologies, and he's going to talk to you today about the, all about the technology transfer. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. Be happy to uh, steer Blair in the right direction if I can. Oh, wonderful. Oh, well, great. <laughs> Jamie, thanks for all the help because I sure could use it. <laughs> especially after the X Games, I uh, don't really want to get into that. What I'd like to do is start off by asking you a primary question that I have, and that is, what exactly is a NASA spinoff? Well, a NASA spinoff can be a commercial product or service that is derived from NASA technology, uh, be it direct technical assistance from the space agency, 
or NASA know-how or funding and support. Chris had mentioned that there's a publication that you work on that has to do with spinoffs? Yes, the publication itself is called Spinoff. As a matter of fact, it's the agency's premier annual publication. Uh, it has been in inception since 1976. Essentially, how does uh, the technology that NASA develops or that's developed by uh, someone in the private sector, how does that make its way through the spinoff process so that it, it actually comes through and ends up being a, either either an individual product or a, a co-venture with someone on the outside? Well, that's a great question because a spinoff product or service can formulate in a variety of different ways. Uh, essentially, a product can be designed by a private company for NASA's use, and then it can be spun out into private sector use as a whole different meaning. Uh, can you give me an example of, like, one of those types of technology? Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, there was a very cool ingestible thermometer pill that was developed for NASA purposes. Uh, essentially, it was designed to monitor the uh, health of astronauts in space. Uh, these astronauts could take this pill, which consisted of a little micro-battery inside, and Mission Control on Earth could monitor their health. Innovation, innovation fabrication? Yes, and we'll hear a little bit about that more okay. later. <laughs> but that's great. So. And, and in short, that technology spun back down to Earth as a temperature pill that monitors uh, athletes on the field so they don't overheat. And it's also used for firefighters fighting blazes and scuba divers in the deep, cold depth. Yes, and Jamie, I just have one quick question uh, about uh, the whole process, how it takes place, how NASA gets from uh, their, the technology from point A at NASA to point B, maybe with something like you know, liquid metal as an example. Okay. Scientists at JPL were studying the metallic behavior of certain alloys, and they actually teamed up with a friend over at Marshall Space Flight Center to do researching. Good partnering effort there. Absolutely. They wanted to test this new alloy in an environment where it could be suspended in midair, so heating and cooling would take place to see if the metal would hold up in the high temperatures and would not get too brittle in the cold temperatures. So essentially, uh, NASA tested uh, this new material, and they found out how effective it was and said, you know what, we're not the only ones that can use this? That uh, is quite the case. They actually found a suitable partner in a company called Liquid Metal Technologies. So okay. how does this whole process work in terms of this technology transfer? You know, when, da when NASA has this innovation and they want to get out to the public, how does that work? NASA solicits uh, the technologies in a variety of ways. They have a small business innovation research program as well as a small business technology transfer program that essentially funds companies to develop technologies that assist NASA but also have commercial feasibility that would in turn help the companies get some leverage in, in their own competition. So that, that's basically a win-win situation, a win for NASA and a win for private institutions. Absolutely. That's a, a great way to say it. Okay. Well, you know, that could kind of be a nice spin-off to the game that we played out in Aspen. Ah, uh, yes. We did play an interesting game out there. Innovation, fabrication. Do yeah. you, you have some time with us, Jamie? I sure do. Oh, perfect. And we're going to keep a tally. Blair will keep yeah. your score. And okay. then we're going to see how you do compared to the uh, general public out in the Colorado. Sounds like a challenge. So, Blair, what I'll do is I'll, I'll start a couple. Yes. And then you go ahead and okay. uh, I'll do one. come up I'll with a couple, a and we'll yep. see how you do, Jamie. Yep. All right. Okay. Technology number one. Number one. The flux capacitor. <laughs> Innovation, fabrication. Fabrication, back to the future. Oh, oh he even knows the source. Yeah, yeah, cool. Technology number two. Okay. Zip nuts. That would be an innovation. It's a locking oh. mechanism that they used for the space station. 
Look at oh, that. Oh, man, we, we need to take this guy out with us to do the game. I, I, I think perfect. so. He's two for two. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do one now. This is this is uh, one of my favorites. Tang. Tang is a fabrication right commonly there. believed to be a spinoff by the public just because it was widely recognized with John Glenn's use of it when he uh, did his space travel. Non-metallic braces. Non-metallic braces are an innovation. I believe NASA helped in developing some ceramic materials that could be applied in the field of orthodontics. We were wrong in Aspen. <laughs> Uh-oh, we, we made that up. We it made that up. It, it may be a real innovation, but um, this is uncomfortable. See, errors, oh. errors of emission. See, see how it? far NASA's uh, reach extends? Wow. We just learned something. That makes me nervous. That's perfect. Okay, okay well, he's right, and we're wrong. Now we get a negative strike against us. Yeah, I've, I've got one. The tricorder. I'm familiar with the Omnicorder, which is a NASA innovation, so I'm going to have to say the tricorder is a fabrication. Wow. wow. Yes, um, although Spock would beg to differ with you on that. Yes, tri- right. tricorder is a... not a Trekkie. Uh, I can give you back to the future, but I can't give you well, Star no, Okay, no, I'm just saying you got it right. That's what's important. <laughs> Healing light. Healing light is an innovation. Wow. Plant experiments for the uh, International Space Station. I believe they utilize photodynamic dynamic therapy of red light-emitting diodes. And they had application here on Earth as being wounded in burn healers. Uh, uh, Jamie, would you mind uh, coming on staff here with NASA Edge? Would that be too much trouble to ask? Uh, you're, you're sitting right now comfortably at, at 100% correct. <laughs> when we make incorrect statements on the show, we need to call him at the end yeah, that's right. to cool. see if he can correct us. Now. Well, already he's pointed out a few flaws. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to have to wrap this interview up quickly. Jamie, thanks for your time. Okay, oh. yeah, That's right, Jamie. We've come to the end, and uh, we want to thank you very much for uh, actually bailing Blair out on yes. his interview because yeah. – uh, Without you, uh, this whole show would have gone south because he didn't get the interview down in yeah. Aspen. I did stay healthy, though, unlike my co-host well, here. Uh, that's true. And, and we'll, we'll be back in touch, certainly, when we need a few more questions answered. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, thanks, Jamie. Have All a great right. day. Thank thanks you. a lot. You too now. All right, bye-bye. Boy, that Jamie's a pretty cool guy, isn't he? Oh, he was fabulous. And how about the non-metallic braces? I mean, oh, I geez. thought for sure that was a fabrication. When we were in the car making that up, I thought, yeah, I thought for sure we were right on yeah, for we a complete need to, fabrication. Like, apologize to everybody <laughs> at the X Games. That is, in fact, a NASA innovation. We're I had sorry. no idea. We're sorry. I had no NASA idea. Edge, we're, we're sorry. But you know, it just goes to show you how many things that NASA's involved with, um, apart from the space program directly. About Thirty thousand or yeah, so. That yeah, that we have no idea about. It's even incredible. even an insider like yourself Absol- had no idea. Like I said before, we're always learning. We're always learning. That's true. As a matter of fact, you know, I I see you're still feeling under the weather. Do you know anything about Franklin? No, I lost track of him when we left uh, Aspen. Oh, well, I wonder if he's okay. You know, we should try to get him on the line. Yeah, we should. Hey, Ron. Hello, this is Franklin. Hey, Franklin, this is uh, Chris and Blair uh, from NASA Edge. We're in the studio, and uh, are you doing okay? Uh, Man, I'm doing great. You know... Our boy Neil came through with some lift tickets, and I'm still on the slopes. I can't, can't put it. <laughs> No wonder oh. why he didn't make that flight. Yeah, that, no, yeah. No, that, that just <laughs> figures. Well, listen, I tell you what, that, that leaves us with only one final question for the day. And what is that? All right, lift tickets, innovation, fabrication. I call them outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, NASA Edge with Chris Blair and Franklin. An inside and outside look at all things NASA. Have a great day.